My wife, Alina, and I were set up, but not totally set up. Um, we were invited to a dinner party with a bunch of other couples, and we were the only single people, and there was assigned seats. So that, that much was going for it. Um, but we didn't have to talk to each other, right? I've been to many a dinner party and never talked to a soul, so that was not, um, that was not an assumed thing. But we, we did. We were able to talk a little bit, and I found out that Alina at that time was worshiping in a place called Church Under the Bridge, which still meets in Austin. And it sounded really interesting and exciting. And I had just, uh, I had moved from Denver where I'd done a lot of homeless ministries. And so I was like, I kind of very, 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 very timidly invited myself to church with her, which is definitely not a date. Um, and so, um, so I got, so I went, I think a week or two later, I went to the service and the kind of, it's under I-35 and I kind of found a nice good corner to stand by like this. I think most of the time. And when I saw, saw her, I did the um, T-Rex arm wave, which is like this. <laughs> you gotta keep your elbows, gotta keep your elbows close. <laughs> now, um, part of, you know, I didn't, I didn't, and then it was over and I left. I didn't ask for her number, I didn't go. Um, but, you know, I think it was foolish looking back what I did, I can admit that now, but what was going through my mind was that I didn't want to put myself out there because I thought she could say no to me. And I was afraid of that. That is what I expected. Why would she say yes to me? The story of our relationship goes on and on, and we've been married seven years now. Yay! <laughs> but, I, but I think we need to come to the Annunciation of Mary to to Mary greeting Elizabeth, to this moment of Mary saying yes to God with a little expectation of maybe there could be a no. Maybe there could be a no going on. And there's a little song that was released a few years ago um, that kind of addresses this. Okay, okay, that's good, Tori. We're good. Yeah. My friends, we are continuing our series on the art of waiting. On the idea that waiting is a habit, is a practice that we need to build up. Today we're going to talk about saying yes to God, because saying yes to God is not an obvious Thing, saying yes to God is not a simple thing or a passive thing. Because most of the time in most of our lives, we lean towards no. We lean towards no. Mary's yes to God is not a quid pro quo. It's not a bargaining going on. She is frightened. And we can think about Mary with an understanding of the possibility that maybe the angel Gabriel went and visited a few other people. Not that this happened, but we can think of the counterfactual. The counterfactual are alternative histories used to help us understand actual history. Like an example would be, what if Franz Ferdinand was not shot in 1914? 
to start World War I. What if that didn't happen? Would World War I still happen? And so you think through the consequences of that. And so you imagine another world. Well, what if Gabriel went and visited some other young women in, in Nazareth at this time? What do you think their responses might have been? You know, could have been like, ah, it's an angel. I think that's the most normal response to an angel is to go, ah, an angel. <laughs> or, or, or no, or like throwing something in that direction. Or like, or again, like, my name is no, my sign is no, my number is no, you've got to let it go. <laughs> but Mary says yes. Mary says yes. And Mary's yes is not for herself, but for us. Mary doesn't purchase anything with her yes. She conforms her heart to God. Mary's yes is an example for all of us. Mary's yes Mary says yes to God by faith. She does not know what is going to happen. And this gets back to relationships and fears of rejections and the expectations of no. The yeses we say in our life are actions of faith. The relationships we have with other people are actions of faith. One of my teachers used to say, you never marry the right person because you have no idea who they're going to be in 10 years. (laughs) And so like, just get that out of your head that you're going to be like, I'm going to figure this out beforehand. You cannot conquer it with your intellect. It is a step of faith. Saying no to someone is a reasonable thing to do. I don't know you. I don't need you. Why should I say yes? Mary believes in what God will do based on what God has already done by rescuing the people of Israel from slavery in Egypt. Mary says yes to God because she believes that God will continue to be faithful. And the amazing thing is, what is so important for us to remember is that God's love for us is not zero sum. God's yes is for all people. When God says yes to to you, that does not mean God is saying no to me. God's yes is for all people. And yet... When we flip it around, a yes to God from us is zero sum. Because a yes to God is a no to hatred. A yes to God is a no to pride, is a no to envy. In sending Gabriel to Mary, God says yes to the world. God says yes to the world. And we have a counterfactual already. It's in the Bible. It's a great counterfactual. We have Noah in the flood. This is a way of saying no. Destruction reigning for 40 days. That is the response of no. In sending the angel to Mary and Jesus Christ becoming incarnate in the womb of Mary, God is saying yes to us. And Mary's yes does not take place in a vacuum. I think that's what I want to try and get across today is this this assumption that Mary is wonderful and beautiful and of course she's going to say yes, but the yes is a powerful act of faith. There's not a determinist action in that. Mary has agency in this. And when we hear her whole song, what's called the Magnificat, there is a powerful revolutionary voice going on with Mary. She is praising God for tearing down the powers of evil. This is not a timid person. And she says yes to God. She's from a particular time and a particular place. She's a particular person, and none of those points to saying yes. 
And yet still she says yes to God. Tomorrow is Christmas Eve. The day after that is Christmas Day. And pretty soon the new year is coming. How can we say yes to God? First, we must remember that before everything, God has said yes to us. God has said yes to you. So anything we do is a response of the joy of God in our lives. You are loved. You are forgiven. Whether or not another person says yes to you, God has said yes to you. I finished seminary before I started, um, Alina and I started seeing each other. So I studied a lot of the Bible. I studied the history of the church. Studying the Bible alone does not eliminate a fear of rejection from you. (laughs) Studying the history of the church does not eliminate an imposter syndrome that assumes that once someone gets to know you, they're not going to like you. I can rationally see that God loves me and then in the moment still want to stand in the corner out of fear. I still need to practice the art of waiting. And the biggest part of it is saying yes to God daily. Finding a way in our lives to say yes to God. This is what John Wesley calls the means of grace, saying yes to God by doing the things of God, by praying, by reading the scriptures, by feeding the hungry, by clothing the naked, by not lying in a world full of lies, by being truthful even when you know it may hurt. And we may seem overwhelmed by these ways by how to respond to God. If we are not already praying and serving and feeding, it can seem like a mammoth undertaking to start going from zero to 60. We may feel overwhelmed by how to say yes to God. We may feel like those who come to the stable tomorrow. Not the kings with their fancy gifts and all that stuff going on. They've got to understand. But the, the shepherds, they're just going with their sheep. And they're little croziers. Or maybe the neighbors. What are they going to bring? Or that, that, you know, the drummer boy down the road. What do I give to the God who is love? How do I respond? How do I say yes to God daily? I can't do everything. I can't do everything. What can I do? I think of the last, the last verse of one of my favorite hymns by Christina Rossetti. What can I give him, poor as I am? If I were a shepherd, I would give a lamb. If I were a wise man, I would do my part. What I can I give him, give him my heart. The most valuable gift you have is yourself. That is why saying yes to another person is an act of faith, saying yes in friendship. There is nothing you can wrap, nothing you can buy, no gift certificate as powerful as the fact that you are a child of God created for love in this world. So as we move on this week, I hope you think about Mary. 
She didn't need to say yes, but she did, and she showed us a way to say yes to God, to joyfully accept that we are loved, to joyfully move forward, seeking justice in this world. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.